Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The utmost importance here. A quality direction. This is Dirt and Sprague. Force it free for back. Owen back works in. Back. He's a back across. That's how he shoots. Best play. Top of the chance. It's five to Canada. With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brendan Sprague. The utmost importance here. A quality direction. From his spot. Dirt and Sprague on 1080. The fan. All right, 602 in the Rose City. Time for Dirt and Sprague on Portland Sports Leader. 1080, the fan. Happy Thursday, everybody. How we doing? How we feeling? What is happening? Almost died on my way in here today. That was great. That's not good. It's always dicey working the the one-way grid here, getting to the station. Because most people don't expect other cars to be coming down these roads at 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning. No, they don't. The first one happened, I was exiting off of the uh, uh, the bridge of the Vaughn exit, and I was behind a pretty beat-up-looking kind of smaller <laughs> car, and it had a lot of stuff in it. It was sure. drifting, and it had its left blinker on, but it drifted right. All the way over to the third lane as if it was going to turn right. And then it realized the left turn signals on the left. And so I could kind of sense that they didn't, yeah, maybe messed up a little bit. And so, yeah, lo and behold, they whip it right over and go in front of me. And then they miss the light, of course. Of course. Why wouldn't you? So I get stuck at the light and wait. And then I turn on Thurman. And Thurman's not a big street. It's it's pretty low key. And I see a car come out of one of those underground garages, the apartment complex we have, like, right up the road. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. And then I see another car behind it. And the problem was there was a parked car right where that car was pulling up to stop. And I thought, this feels wrong. And right as I got at that car, guess what happened? Whipped out right in front of me. We were both going, and we had to slam on our brakes. Yikes. I had to my car left. Yikes. I looked at her like, what the F are you doing? She looked at me like, what the F like are you doing? Like it was your fault. I'm just like, <laughs> yo, you can't just be going outside of a blind spot no. just full on. Oh, well, I'm going. Here we go. It's Don't time to car. Time to start my Thursday morning. Let's go to work. My heart's racing and I'm like, well, I was just uh, got a nice little accident there. So, okay. Happy it. Thursday. Yeah, that's a great way to start your day. Nothing gets your blood flowing quicker than nearly dying on your way to work for no yeah. particular reason. That's worth an entire pot of coffee right there. Yeah, that's I mean, that's as much caffeine as you're going to need for the rest of the day. You don't need any other injections of life. I hope that if I if when I die, I hope that it's something like um, 
you know, on a beach. Uh, Matthew McConaughey's dad having sex with yeah. his wife. Sure. Good way to go out. You know, I want it to in my bed. Like, I want it to be something yeah. where it's like, oh, I, I get to whatever is next. And I say, yeah, guys, that's how I died. Yeah, good yeah. run. And went it, down a good way. Yeah, and nobody right says Right there anything. on the green at Bandon going down like the bishop and Caddyshack. Let me sink the putt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll just drop to my knees. Yes! <laughs> I don't want it to be like, hey, how'd you die? Well, I was driving into my job. Some yeah. dumbass pulled out in front of me, not paying attention at 4 o'clock yeah. on a Thursday morning. It just seems awful. It just, it's the whole thing seems awful. Yeah, what's your protocol if you see, because based on the sounds of your first car that you encountered. That's um, just somebody that either probably, shouldn't be in a car for yes. some reason or had no clue where they were trying to go. They uh, look like a resident of one of the bridges. Yeah. It's, uh, it was yeah. kind of what my what I was trying to say without saying it, but then right. I just said We don't it, want a so. stereotype, but... I'm uh, pretty... Uh, I mean, it's I, okay. I don't think it's a stereotype. I think it's okay. <laughs> Sounds like a home that's driving around, and we, that's, you know... We uh, are... We are going CSI on. <laughs> but when you're, yeah, let's fully investigate this. Yeah. Let me ask, because I have, I have pondered this from time to time. Like, I had this one time my wife and I were driving home from her parents' house on 205, and she was driving because I had had a couple of beers and she didn't drink, so she was driving us home. And we were on 205, and there was a gal in front of us that was, like, clearly intoxicated. Mm. Like, we, like in and out of lanes. Yeah. And at one point, there was a semi-truck in the lane next to us. And slowly, sw she slowly swerved into the semi-truck. Made contact is, like, rubbing with the semi-truck. And then, like, slowly turns back into the right lane. And the wife's, like, freaking out. We're thankfully behind her, not in front of her. Which made me feel a little bit better that she couldn't, like, you know, ram us. And I didn't have to worry about her breaking if we had to stop kind of thing but do you like what how quickly do you call in that situation because there's clearly something that's wrong and that rattled through my mind because i'm like trying to calm her down we need to get home okay let's just focus on the road and i'm like i somebody needs to report this person because she's gonna kill somebody I, I i don't hesitate um i i'm not quick to do it but if it's pretty easily identifable that they're yeah, if that car if that car swerved in and made contact with the semi, and I imagine the semi's on his radio horn, like, hey, I got yeah. some you know gal yeah. over here. But that that would get me to get on the phone if yeah, yeah especially if I was in the passenger. I called. I took down the license yeah. plate and I called eventually, but I was in like, all right, let's just make it home safe mode, and I didn't want to do anything distracting on the phone. Well, this happened to me in Dallas, Texas. I was there years ago, and we were on one of their express highways, and everybody's driving 89, 90 miles an hour, right? You're <laughs> yeah. slow if you're driving that fast. Yeah. It was a car that was kind of doing what you're saying. He was drifting in and out of lanes. He was, you know, cutting right behind people to go around them and we eventually somehow ended up kind of on the side and we could see in the car and it was yeah it was, it was clearly somebody that was under a substance it wasn't a normal looking person and we we uh called i think we located one of the numbers to call for something like that not emergency because you don't want to call 911 you got to find like the non-emergency yeah, number i, I think is what maybe it was 911 i don't remember but i remember we looked up because I think we were worried that if we called 911, it would auto go where our phones are. So we'd be like, hey, Portland 911. <laughs> <Right now. laughs> Can you transfer me to Dallas, please? I remember being worried about that. Like, me and my wife were like, wait, if we call 911, is it going to go to Oregon? Like, what, does it automatically just geosync where you are? I don't think we knew that in the moment. So it's like the scene from Santa Claus. Hey, Charlie, you know how to call 911? Yeah. 9-1-1. I still don't know. If you're in the state of Washington, when I got back from my dad's house, uh -huh. there was a it's silver alert, not an amber alert. I don't know. Is that less serious?
I I don't know. Well, the, no, I guess there's I different don't. levels of alerts. I have no idea. And it's a silver alert looking for a silver Toyota Camry with this license plate. I've seen call the authorities, and I was I think I had the same thought in my head. Like if I dial nine one one right now here in Lakewood, Washington, would it auto? Go to Lakewood, Washington, I want to? I think or? it does. Okay. I think it geolocates you to where you are. I know, I realize I'm asking a really stupid question. There's not like one. Yeah. I, yeah. Don't I you think, think about that stuff? <laughs> I think about that all the time. I'm like, I can't draft with DraftKings because they can geofence me <laughs> right. in Oregon. And I'm like, well, do you geofence my 911 calls? <laughs> so, uh, by the way, a silver alert is activated when an elderly developmentally or cognitively impaired person has gone missing. Oh, I, oh, okay. I didn't even know So that. it's not a child, Amber Alert, you know. Ambers are child. Ambers Silvers are, child. are old. Silvers are the, for, the, for the olds that get lost. Okay. Is which there, happens from time Is to there time. a gold? There's just like an a-hole? I mean, yeah. There's an be... a-hole on the loose and he's by himself. <laughs> you can go find him if you want, but you don't have to if you don't want to. Why is Amber... I, I picture Amber below silver in my mind, and I feel like Amber should be the top. Like, No, Amber was... It became Amber related to a specific child named Amber, if I oh, remember. Oh, really? I re- How about that? I didn't even know I, There's also I a, think so. Uh, there's a blue, a, uh, I told you silver, there's also a camo alert. What's the camo? The missing I, well, military? Somebody, now I gotta somebody go went AWOL? Yeah. <laughs> it could be, yeah. I didn't even know all these alerts existed. Well, now I got all sorts of pop-ups coming up on this I thought it website. was a typo on the board. It, I thought they just double-dipped into Blue the Blue alert is designed to help with the capture of violent criminals who killed or seriously wounded local, state, or federal law enforcement officers. Oh, okay. So a blue alert, if you uh, you know take out a cop, they're going to come get you. Uh, there's also an endangered missing persons alert. That doesn't have a cool name, though. Camo alert is designed to notify the public of a missing current or former member of the United States Armed Forces. If you guys are struggling a, with mental illness. If you're on a lengthy freeway, highway drive, are you guys actively looking for that... No. Di- that, no, no, no. If I get the alert while I'm driving, yes. But like, I'm not jotting down the light. Like, if I get one the day before, no. Well, no. I'm I'm saying like you're in your car, your uh-huh. phone. Rip, rip. You get the alert. Yeah, you get the alert. Yeah, Are you I'm now driving. driving for an hour and you're actively keeping your eyes out for the make and the model? Yeah, I think so. Oh man, yeah. If I'm yeah. on the highway, if I'm actually actively driving, yes. See, I, I said I was going to do that. I said, hey, you know what? I got about a two-hour drive here. I'm going to keep my eye out for a silver cr- Camry or Corolla or whatever it was. Keep my eyes peeled. I think after like two songs, I was already like mentally thinking about other about things. It. I wasn't even thinking about the car anymore. That poor elderly person. Did they find them? Did we get an answer? I think they, they I mean, like they're pretty, I think it's a pretty successful okay, well, program that yeah. they've established with these alerts. It seems like it. Yeah. There's more people, I think, like you, Dirt, than there are like me that listen to one song and they go, well, I, didn't, I forgot about the alert. <laughs> Just got to move on. Need a sign every, like, half mile. Oh, that's right. Damn it. Totally forgot. I mean, you know I have a short-term memory problem. So, yeah, it would take me two songs, and then hopefully something would come on the radio that would remind me that I'm supposed to be looking for a blue Toyota Camry. That's my problem. I just don't have – I just don't think that way. And I'm like, oh, well. Like, I I did a puzzle over my vacation, a thousand-piece puzzle. And it, I, it's the most accomplished I have felt in a long time when I put that final piece in. Oh, did you take a victory lap around the house? Oh, after dude, you... it was, it was yeah. a pretty big deal. Yeah. Have, I... you, have you ever done that? No, I'm anti-puzzle. See, I, I also am anti-puzzle, anti-puzzle, and then I started doing the puzzle, and you just become like obsessed with every. Yeah, you can get sucked into it. Piece, you put it together, you're like, 
It let's start. I can. I can start. What, to see what the was it a picture of? Uh, Charlie Brown Christmas with him next to the ugly tree and the group of kids behind him singing. Okay. Okay. It, you know, let's go back. I was off in December, so it made sense then. No, I, I understand. There's a little judgment going on in your tones of voices. <laughs> no, I, uh, I was... no, there's a lot of judgment. You guys were like, <laughs> yeah. oh, that's it. The huh? only issue I have with puzzles is great. You put it together and then. Then what? What do you do? We left it on the, we have a table in one of our rooms and we left it on okay. there for about. I want to say about a week and a half or two weeks. Because they have those, they have those kits where you can like seal it and make, you know, frame it and make it like a picture if you want. <laughs> so, but yes. after that, it's funny you say that. So we just took it apart last night, right? But My then you take it apart, and then I'm like, we're gonna do it next year. I'm not gonna Are you put- gonna do the same puzzle again next year. Yeah, why not? Why not a tradition in December to do a Christmas puzzle? You've already done that puzzle, though. Don't you want to do a new puzzle? That yeah. was the second time we've done it. You've already was... done it twice? Yeah, and I didn't really help as much with the first because, again, I'm usually anti-puzzle. But this yeah. year, I just I don't know what it was. I didn't want to, I didn't want to do anything during my break. <laughs> I was in my sweatpants every day. I just stood next to a table. I got high as a kite, and I did a puzzle. <laughs> it was delightful. I actually had a great vacation and off time. I mean, staycations are fantastic. They, they were, especially when you have no obligation to Nothing drive anywhere. To yeah. And you're like, you know what? I'm not cleaning today. I'll clean tomorrow or clean in three And then days. you got we all got sort of snowed in there that right at the start of it. Yeah, we had a little ice storm. At the we beginning. had a windstorm one day, which yeah. that was kind of cool doing the puzzle during the windstorm because our power was flickering on and off a little bit. It's like, oh, this is kind of cool. I mentioned to my daughter, my wife did actually. She goes, well, what are we going to do with this? And my kids want to take it apart because they're 10 and they're six. And my wife goes, well, what, what, if, we, what if we frame it? And my 10-year-old goes, what are you, a loser? (laughs) I just started laughing, and I look, and I go, I'm kind of proud of you right now. That's kind of a good line right there. That's right. Now, that is a mass. Where would you frame it and hang it? A thousand-piece puzzle? I I mean, it's not as big as you think it is. We thought it was going to be the size of the table we used, and it wasn't close. What are we talking, like three feet by three feet kind of? I'd say by two, two by two. Okay. I mean, right. it's a good size, but the puzzle pieces are so tiny when you do a thousand piece puzzle. I was thinking though, there there might be instances where you get me to frame a puzzle. Like, I thought a cool gift idea. I was thinking of cool gift ideas, and my brother in law shoots me a a gift that he he almost jokingly got for his dad, and the gift was a puzzle. And the puzzle box is Donald Trump with his thumbs up. Mm-hmm. When you put the puzzle together, it's Joe Biden. <laughs> and he almost did this to his father. And I don't think his father would have been able to handle that. And uh, <laughs> I started thinking when I saw this puzzle, I thought, what if somebody like what if God forbid in 10 years, Bubba's dies? Sure. You put Bubba down. Yeah. What if I got you as a gift, a puzzle of Bubba, but you didn't know it until you finished it? You'd think about framing that, wouldn't you? Maybe. Like, what if I threw you off the scent? I show you, it's like a, a, fl- a flock of geese, and you're like, why, why would he give me this gift? And then you start building it. It's like a lot of black on this puzzle. <laughs> and then eventually you put the last piece on, and you just start getting emotional. Yeah. You see your dog, and you're like, he got a puzzle of my dog. So for a couple of things on that. One, I don't know if I can handle the emotions of that. Like, out of nowhere, totally out of left field, putting a puzzle together, I just start crying, and I don't know if I could even finish it. Right. Second, if you got me a puzzle of something that I 
like of, of a flock of geese. He'd never be motivated to put it I together. I would never do the puzzle. Yeah, it was like row houses in Denmark okay, or yeah. something. A bad example. What if I got you the box and it was Buster Posey holding still, a World Series trophy? I still don't think I would do it. I don't think he'd. I would say thanks, and I'd probably put it on a shelf and never do it. Swag, what if <laughs> I got you a puzzle? You can't even play the damn game. You God. can't even like pretend I don't know to play I, the game. I, I, would, I don't think I would frame in it. In an though. instance where you a, did the puzzle. It would be a very nice gesture, but I don't know if I ever want to frame a puzzle in my house. So then you just destroy the dog again. I mean, I'd have pictures of the dog already up in the house probably. You know, like an actual photograph. Do you have photos of your dog in your house? Uh, I have one, but we don't have it hung currently. Are you going to hang it? I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> we don't have any of our... I have a lot of photos of my last dog and my current dog. We don't, we have photos, but we don't hang. I don't think we have any photos of our pets. You can put them in the family photo portrait area, man. Eh, We didn't actually have them in our family portrait. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Dogs tend not to look at the camera. I know. It can be a little awkward. You're worrying about other things. Yeah. I don't need that to, you know. I just, the puzzle thing for me, I, I don't get any satisfaction from it. And then it's just over. When have you done a puzzle? I mean, we used to do puzzles as a family when I was a kid. Like thousand piece, like, like big, big puzzles? ass puzzles. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then you just, but you get like, if I have to account, what would I rather use for my time? Would I rather like read a book, watch a movie, do, I be putty and just stare into the seat in front of me? I think I would choose all of those things over doing a thousand piece puzzle. The problem was by the time I started doing the puzzle, I had already watched a lot of stuff. <laughs> You're out of things. So to I was watch. like, I don't really want to watch television. <laughs> you need another hobby, man. Yeah, well, take up knitting. Well, no, I just, you know, I, I, I have hobbies. It just, the, the weather sucked, and I was lazy, all right? Leave me alone. Get your ass to a golf course. What the hell are you doing? Uh, we got a, a lot to get to today. Coming up in it at the bottom of the hour, I cannot believe Swigard arranged this. I, you're going to have to explain to us how you did this. You got a high school student to agree to hop on a radio show at 6.30 in the morning. <laughs> like, that's unbelievable in itself. Yeah, I made, uh, I made two contacts, and... We were, we were all set up. We're going to talk with Westland's point guard, Jackson Shellstead, who also, by the way, is going to be an Oregon Duck. And the reason we're going to talk to him, if you're wondering, why are you talking to a high school point guard? Well, one, he's one of the best players in the state. Yes, he is. And two, he's going to the University of Oregon, and they just won the Les Schwab Invitational at Westland. It's the first Oregon school to do it since, like, what, 2012? Lake Oswego 20, in 2012. 12 or 13, yeah, 2012. Lake Oswego did it. I, I mean, that's a long time to go. And they beat the number one team in the, in the country, and he beat Bronny James. I mean, what a little vacation for him. Who might be his teammate at Oregon. Possibly, absolutely. So we'll talk with Jackson Shellstad coming up at 6.30 today, and then Ken Barkley will join us at 8 a.m. There's a lot to get to. Dirt and Sprague, we're back on 1080 The you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, welcome back in. We uh, we will get to the Blazers. They uh, they find new and creative ways every fourth quarter to collapse and lose. And uh, we'll kind of gauge the Portland Trailblazers situation today. That was not a fun one last night. I want to get to the NFL. There's a story coming out in one of the cities of one of the teams that I find just what I'm. I, I had to do like a second glance when I read about it, and so I want to get to that. I wanted to do an update with uh, old Kayvon, our good buddy Kayvon Thibodeau. Yeah, he's in the news this week. He's in the news this week, and we <laughs> heard from him yesterday. And boy, did he choose to say something. Um, so we'll talk about that today. But uh, before we get to Jackson Shellstad, the point guard at West Lynn and, and future Oregon Duck, USA soccer certainly doesn't feel like it's going to win a World Cup in my lifetime. <laughs> and maybe I'm going the wrong way maybe, with that conclusion. Maybe ever. Maybe ever, uh, because yesterday it made headlines. I said, hey, why is, why is my co-host texting me about soccer? Of all people in the world that text me about soccer, he is probably near the bottom of the list for me. This is why they call me Soccer Dirt. I'm on top of all of it. They do call you Soccer Dirt. Well, apparently there's a scandal in USA national soccer, men's soccer to be specific, uh, where the, the mother of a player... And the father, according to one report, though the father refutes this. Now the mother's taking the blame. Y- yeah, I, I like how this is a change. No, 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 no. It was me. It was me. Sounds like they were both on the phone. <laughs> uh, a mother of the player, Danielle Reyna, uh, whose son Gio was on the USA World Cup team, uh, was trying to basically black blackmail Greg Berhalter, the, the coach of the USA soccer team, he kicked his wife. They were dating at the time. She was friends with his now wife, and they got drunk, and they argued, and Greg put out a big statement and said, well, I kicked my wife in the legs, which, of all the things to do. <laughs> I should laugh, but it's Well, you're I'm a not, soccer player. Just, That's yeah. what's natural. Domestic violence in soccer households is kicking each other in the legs? <laughs> like, <laughs> ah, my shit! <laughs> yeah, like, I was trying. I I hate going here, but I in my mind I was trying to envision what that looked like. How do you react if somebody kicks you? I kind of because it, it happened at a bar, and I'm just picturing well, yeah. a man. Well, kicking they're all a woman. So- they were all soccer players. Sure, but it's still. And I want you to I, imagine this in your mind. You're at a bar. Hey! Yeah. You hear arguing. You're staying out of it. You this look is to your left. Thirty years ago, by the way. Doesn't matter. Yes. And you look I know. to your left, and a man kicks a woman in the leg. <laughs> I, I I'm stopping it, but I'm also like. What are you doing? The hell's the matter with you? It just seems like such an odd thing to do. Either way, he he steps down. His contract was going to expire. Uh, there is, you know, some conversation about it. But anyway, blackmail because he was rude to her kid during the World Cup. He basically talked about the kid, but he didn't name the kid. But then the kid said it was about him. And the father played with the coach. And it's just like this weird mess of... I. I blackmail and and anger and rage and jealousy and everything in between. 
Go ahead, Swag. You know more about this stuff than I do. Well, Burhalter and Claudio Reyna, Gio's dad, yes. both played on the U.S. men's national team together and went to World Cups and stuff. So these the families are very the families close. are the very tight. Are very so the close. wives were teammates at North Carolina. You guys are just repeating literally everything I just said. <laughs> I said they're friends. They played together. The wives know each other. Well, give me what this means for USA soccer. Uh, it means they might have to start all over. I mean, they might have to. So our advancement this year is now going backwards. We're going to hope to get out well, of the group stage again. Not necessarily. I, I love mean, the moving goalposts in soccer. Yeah, maybe in twenty. Not this year. It's going to be twenty-eight. Yeah. That's when we're really going to take. It our means start. if they want to have a showing at all when North America hosts in three and a half years now. Uh, they might have to start from scratch, and I don't know where they go. That That's the big question is, is all the work that Burhalter put in going with this super young team. They were the youngest team at this past World Cup trying to develop young players, getting them to play all together in these big national or international events for a number of years so that when they get to 2026 and they're hosting – now there's some synergy and, you know, you might be able to get to a quarterfinal or something like that, but they may not be able to stand the PR and I don't know what sponsors are doing or anything like that. So, but I don't know where you go at this point. I don't know if you try to bring Bruce Arena back. I don't know what you do to, to run this thing. This is one of the funniest stories I've ever I mean, read. this is right out it of is, dope. This is insanity. It's, it's Silly. It's a hallmark. This is not high school athletics. This is not like, hey, I'm writing a strongly worded letter to this my is, Pop Warner coach. Yeah, no. This is the United States men's national team playing in a World Cup, and the parents were threatening to blackmail the coach of the team <laughs> because their son wasn't playing. Look, I don't follow soccer that closely. I do know the Geo story, the kid who was not involved in many lineups and didn't get a lot of playing time. That was a source of frustration for a lot of fans because he's a tremendously talented talented young man and everybody was one like why is this guy not playing why are we not giving him more run and then the coach comes out afterward and says yeah player was nearly sent home for personal reasons because he didn't meet the expectations on and off the field everybody immediately knew who this guy was talking about and when you have parents that do this that aren't that they were athletes themselves yeah like, that's the weirdest part about this like if you're an athlete i feel like for the most part you want to let, like, let your kids flourish, let your kids chase their dreams, but you also understand the pressures that are on them. You understand that I'm just going to kind of stay in the background. For the most part, I feel like when we see psycho sports parents, it's the parents that could not realize their dreams as athletes and they're vicariously living through their children. That's not the case here. The mom was a, a tremendous college soccer player. The dad played on the United States men team in the in the 90s. Like these are world class athletes, and to, to stoop to this level against a friend, this is insane. It's one of the funniest stories I think I've ever read. It shows the. I don't know, laughing matter or laughing stock that United States soccer is. But I've seen a few people say, look, if you want to be successful in international soccer, you need dumb drama around your team. And maybe this is the start of something special for the United States. This, what you're talking about as a parent, is exactly been my fear. And one thing I've always taken into consideration as a parent whose kids play sports. I, I don't ever want to coach my kid. I don't. I don't talk. I don't in, engage. Just sit and watch. I sit and I watch and I clap. If my daughter plays, 
cool. If she doesn't, cool. Like, everybody has to have their own sports journey. And it's always been my fear of, I, I, I see the parents around me, and they're like, loud and, go get the ball! It's like, that's not how team sports works. Go no. get the ball. No. Like, you, you know, get a pass, set a screen, hey, move nice around. Hey, okay. all right, there you go. Now, let me ask you this. Why is this so detrimental to the next World Cup? I Maybe this is the stupid, ugly American coming out of me. If this was basketball or football or baseball, I'm just not comprehending why hiring a new coach is such a detriment. In I don't know that the coaching pool to find someone who can elevate the American squad to the heights they want to get to is as deep as it would be for basketball baseball are we broke can we not afford the coach croatia is a tiny country they have a good coach like <laughs> their best athletes in that country choose to play soccer for the most part but like i guess my point is if you put a coach in a new spot teams instantly change identities and cultures and ability to play you're telling me soccer is the one sport where a coach having two years to ramp up is not enough time is that kind con- am i reading that right i'm not that's kind of my interpretation of what you said. Well, you're like, establishing it's more than just the team itself. There, there's a, a lot. You're in charge of the whole developmental program for a country, and you don't have access to your players all the time because they go play professionally all over the world. It's not. Gotcha. Okay, no, you, you've clarified. You've made that more clear to me. The way you explained it earlier just made it sound like, Coaches and soccer coaches need like eight years to get things <laughs> to develop. in order. Well, you got four. It's not bad. Somebody texted in and said one of France's best players could not play for France because he used a sex tape to blackmail a teammate. Boy, soccer and blackmail. Who is knew? that a thing? Is that that's a hell of a story? I guess. I mean, USA Soccer making the headlines yesterday. <laughs> Let's go, baby. They're playing in twenty four, right, Swag? I just want to clarify 26. that. 26. It's it every 26? four years. Okay, I couldn't remember if this year had gotten pushed or what. Yeah, four years to figure this thing out. It's a long time. Imagine you Imagine you coaching my child 20 years from now in some sport and me using something to blackmail you. It'd be pretty Because wild. you are not playing my kid enough. It's yeah. Like, how do you get there mentally? Wrap your mind around that. You got fragile ego. <laughs> I, I, I'd imagine something to do with that. Too much pride. I don't know. I got old photos. Uh, let's go now from USA Soccer to a great local story. The West Lynn Lions won the Les Schwab Invitational, beat the number one team in the nation, and future Oregon Duck Jackson Shellstad was behind it, dropping 38 against Bronny James in the LSI. We'll talk to him. What the experience is like uh, doing what they did in the Les Schwab Invitational. Jackson Shellstad joins us next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela. Is your reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, welcome back in. Excited. Dirt and Sprague here. Enjoying a nice Thursday morning for you. We're excited. Dirt, can you imagine? What if I told you back in the day in your prime, in your high school days, what if I told you you beat the number one team in the country, <laughs> and you beat LeBron's kid all in the span of a couple days, and you become the first team since 2012 to win one of the biggest high school basketball tournaments in the country. What I mean, would you do? We couldn't even beat the best teams in the PIL, so I don't know how I would handle beating the number one team in the country and LeBron James' kid. I guess in my age, that would have been like Michael Jordan's kid probably would have been around that time, around that age. Blows my mind that this story happened over the holiday break. Well, my high school team lost 18 games in a row, so I can't even fathom what that <laughs> life is like. But Jackson Shellstad, the Oregon commit and Westland guard, is joining us now. Jackson, good morning. Thanks for getting on with us this morning. Uh, congratulations on the LSI, man. What's life been like for you the last, like, three, four days? Man, it's been a little uh, crazy just seeing how much our team's been blowing up a little bit over the Internet, and the whole country's kind of took notice of uh, what we did this last weekend. But, you know, we know we still have a lot we want to get done this year, so it's not, you know... um, it was a huge win, huge, I mean, huge for Oregon basketball and our Western program, but we still have a lot more we need to get done this year, but I'm really proud of just the way um, our team played this weekend. You know, it's kind of nobody expected us to come out and win that tournament, beat the number one team in the country and beat some of the, the Sierra Canyon team. So, um, you know, kind of just shocked the country a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I'd say so. First Oregon team to win the tournament since 2012 when Lake Oswego did it. I know anybody who ever kind of grew up and played sports in this state, it's a prideful thing that the local teams get to compete against the best teams in the country, and seeing you guys win it was insane. Now walk me behind the just the atmosphere at those games because it looked it crazy, like just packed yeah, to the no, top yeah, of the stadium, Brawny. Like what yeah, was that like I, playing in that? It was unreal. Um, I mean, I think at first, you know, a lot of people came to see the out-of-state teams and – Bronny James brings a big crowd just because of his name, and he, he's a really good player as well. But um, I think they kind of turned – we turned them into our fans during that game, early on in the game. And after that, they were just starting chants for us. They were – every little thing on the court, they were cheering for us. So, I mean, that was huge having them as our uh, – almost like a home home base – game you know and then um we were just going some runs and i think that was a huge momentum changer just the crowd getting into it well I, jackson i we're talking with jackson shellstad here at west lynn point guard uh you know running the show over there for west lynn and and they just won the lsi first oregon team to do that since 2012 i i was at one of the i was at a couple games but i was at one with with Bronny, and i think it was the night before you guys played him and beat him 
And they had like a play where he threw a dunk down. And I looked at my brother-in-law and I go, well, nobody's beating this team. They look amazing. And I just seen Duncanville and leave it to me, a local Oregonian to just discount a great program like Westland. And you guys end up upsetting them and winning the whole thing. It would be easy for me, Jackson, to say, well, it's the number one team in the country. But I got to ask you, you talk about social media and blowing up. Was it a bigger deal that you guys beat Bronny in Sierra Canyon, or was it a bigger deal social media-wise that you beat Duncanville? Um, you know, they were both huge wins for us, but I'm kind of – I like the number one team just because, I mean, you know, Bronny, he's big name, really good player. The whole Sierra Canyon team has some talented players as well, but beating the number one team is a little different, you know, like – I know they got some big names on Sierra Canyon, but Duncanville is the real deal. They're still ranked at number one. So, I mean, just knowing we beat them is we should be able to beat anybody. It's just it was a pretty good, pretty special win, in my opinion. Yeah, but Jackson, I would imagine. How if, are they still number one? I was going to say, if this was college football, Jackson, and head you guys head. beat number one, you're undefeated. You just beat Nelson. Like, shouldn't you guys yeah, be number I mean, one in the country? I think it goes kind of. They have a little bit stronger schedule than we do. They travel a little bit more. They've played a couple national teams. So I think it kind of goes to strength of schedule. But, you know, that's what a lot of people are wondering, why, you know, we're not number one. But I'm not really get too much in the rankings or whatever. But, um, I mean, it's kind of up in the air. I'm just proud we beat them and happy and excited knowing that we beat the number one team. Yeah, yeah, it's it's such a cool. I, yeah, I saw that you guys are now ranked in the top twenty-five nationwide, which is awesome. Let me ask you about Coach Key, though. He's been around a long time. He was he was at Cleveland High School. I'm an old fart now. He was at Cleveland High School all the way back when I was yeah. in high school. He won a state title at Grant. I mean, he just obviously the the accolades speak for themselves. What's it been like, first year head coach, bringing a new face in and, and playing for him early on in the season? Yeah, Coach Key's been really good. I mean, our guys have been able to connect with him and just get into his system really easy just the way he coaches he's more like a player's coach so um he puts a lot of trust into his players and listens to their opinions on a lot of stuff and kind of lets you figure it out on your own as a team and you know with we got a senior most of we have two juniors and the rest of our team are seniors so i mean we are older team experienced team so we kind of figure a lot of things out on our own and having a coach like him is uh almost perfect just because you know he's like a player's coach and lets us do do it on our own a little bit Hmm. yeah jackson uh, shellstad is here as our guest he's an oregon duck signee westland guard they just won the lsi they just won a a a game against uh adrian c nelson i I gotta I, i gotta ask you one more question because I, I being at the LSI, you see all these big coaches, you see all these recruiters, and you know I'm sure you're used to it at this point of your career because you're so highly regarded. Uh, but when you get to a tournament like that, you start to see names, and one of the names that likes to show up for this tournament almost uh, every year is going to be your future coach. And Dana Altman is sitting courtside, and I, I guess I'm asking because this kid is uncommitted. While you're beating his team, are you also standing at half court going, "Hey, uh, Bronny, we could be doing this together next year in Eugene and having a lot of fun"? Do you guys, did you guys talk at all after the game and you know, what those conversations are kind of like? 
I've never actually talked to Bronny or about him coming to Oregon, but I would I would love for him to come. You know, I was talking about it with some other people. Just, I mean, his IQ is off the charts. He can shoot the ball really well. You know, he's a. I think me and him could be play well together on the court. But you know, I honestly don't really know where his recruitment stands at this point. But um, I would love for him to join our 2023 class at Oregon. <laughs> It'd be a lot of fun, man. I, there's a good pipeline yeah. going now be, between Westland and, and Eugene with point guards from, from that high school. You're the next one, obviously, and Peyton Pritchard we all know and uh, follow closely. What was it for you about Oregon that made the decision of, hey, I'm going to stay in state and this is where I want to go to college? I built a great um, relationship with the coach and staff up there. Um, me and Dana just kind of, seemed to click from day one he showed a lot of trust in me he was honest and um I mean just playing in front of my family and home state you can't beat that Uh, we got a great class coming in so I mean there's just a lot of good things about our I mean about my commitment that I'm excited about I'm looking forward to it when you're walking around school now, I mean, you know, you were Jackson Shellstad. You're the big basketball player on campus. But when you win the LSI, my man, and the number one team of the country, that's that's got to be a bit, a bit of a different hello from your classmates, is it not? Oh, actually, I haven't been. We haven't had school since that tournament. So oh. I don't know oh, no. how it's going to be. <laughs> I mean, I just look at it as – I'm friends with all all these kids. They're all my classmates. So, I mean, I'm just well, – nothing should be that much different. Oh, I disagree, man. I feel like when you roll <laughs> up and you get dropped off or you, you roll up to school by yourself, I feel like the red carpet should be rolled out and teachers should be outside applauding the should effort. be a new per, a personal parking spot for you, you know, right in front of the school. Maybe a statue out front of West Lynn. What are we thinking with this, Jackson? <laughs> I don't know. It's not – I think that's a little too far. I don't know about all that. <laughs> You're a humble guy. You're hum- now. Let me ask you this though. So I and my producer Our whole team deserves credit though. I mean, yes, just the way everybody played. I'm, I mean, they all played their tails off. We had a lot of guys step up and do their thing. So I'm like, our whole team deserves all the attention as well. No doubt about that. Now, my producer might know the answer to this because he follows uh, the high school scene a lot closer than we do. When was the last time a team won the football state championship and the basketball state championship? Hmm. Because you have a chance to do that. You were on the football team, correct? Yeah. 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 No. Yeah, I was. We won it for football this year. I don't know. I have no clue, honestly, when that was. So you could make a little history then this this uh, this winter. Yeah. Well, no, that would be special. That'd be big, big time. Well, Jackson, man, we're we're really happy for you. We we talked about it a little bit. I I went to the LSI uh, swag. Our producer he calls those games every year of the tournament and. You know, it's not a surprise to see Westland doing well in basketball because that that uh, you guys' program has done so well over the years. It's just it's a nice, pleasant surprise to get, I think, from the Oregon side of things to watch a team like you uh, go out there and and beat the number one team in the country, man. It was an awesome achievement, and I know you guys are already on to conference play and you moved on from the tournament, but we thought we got to check in with this kid because we're going to see him in Eugene but let's check in with him now because winning something like that is a huge achievement, man. And I know you've, again, Thank you've you. already moved on, but thanks for hopping on with us and congratulations. That's a, it's a kick-ass Thank moment. Thank you guys. For you. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on.
All right. Thank you, Jackson. It, it's always weird when we transition from the tube to normal. Out of the tube. We're back out of the tube. It's always a little odd. Uh, our thanks to Jackson Shellstad uh, for hopping on at Westland. That was really awesome to see them win that tournament. That tournament is one of the best in high school basketball. And Yeah, Reggie and the crew do a great job running that thing. Yeah, and I want to give a shout-out to them. Uh, Reggie Walker does an exceptional job. He helped us a lot with that interview, and he yep. helped me out during the break. I'm sure he helped swag a ton when he was there. So Reggie's a good guy, does a great job putting that tournament on. And um, Oh, yeah. Dirt, by the way, last yeah, did you look t- it up? 2016. 2016? Westland. Ah. I mean, that makes sense. You have, what, Pritchard and... Uh, that was Tim Tawa's quarterback yeah, for the uh, football the team. The Forsyth team. Yeah. That does makes it, sense. Does it hurt Lake Oswego's ego that Westland is stealing? They're now Lake Oswego. They're basically Lake Oswego. Doesn't Lake Oswego suck in all sports now? No. Well, I don't know. No. Lakeridge has been down for a while across the board outside of lacrosse. They've, they've <laughs> taken lacrosse as now their sport. We're actually great in field hockey. So, uh, no, Ello's, Ello's football team still. They're not. They're not. When was the last time they won a state championship? Probably like I mean, those are ago. the expectations, yeah. right? This is like when the like, last time Corey won one. I mean, come on. What are you doing right now? Are you just poking Lake Oswego? I'm poking the bear a little bit. You are poking the bear. You can poke LO all you want. Lakers are just trying to get their stuff back together. They need more Swigards. You guys are the They park- got Swigards there now. <laughs> you guys are the park rows of Lake Oswego. I hope hey, you know hey, that. hey, settle down. I'm just wanting you to know that. Uh, our thanks again to Jackson Shellstad for waking up this. Uh, get a high school kid to agree to wake up this early is just like a miracle. But it, he was great. He was fun to talk to. He needs to start recruiting Bronny. You want me to care about college basketball again? Give me Bronny playing in Eugene. I, That'll do it. Very fair point. How do you not talk to Bronny one time and go, yo, Eugene's going to be dope. Hey, let's go, baby. Nike. You can run that thing. Um, so we'll see what happens with that whole situation. But our thanks again to Jackson Shellstad. We need to solve a big problem going on. It's a very big problem, and I'll tell you what it is next on the phone. All right, we'll get to the Blazer stuff at 7. I want to get to something I saw yesterday that I, I kind of couldn't believe, but it also kind of makes sense given the team it was about. We'll talk about that coming up. Uh, Ken Barkley will join us at 8 a.m. Uh, did you see that play two nights ago? Laurie Markinen shot the shot with point four, but it was a little too late. I did not see that. No. What are you laughing about? I, I missed that moment. How did I miss that moment? Is that what you're laughing about? That is what I'm laughing about. You yeah. always do this chuckle <laughs> thing, and I'm like, what did I miss? Why does it crack me up? Did you see a random highlight in okay. a Jazz Kings game on a, I'm assuming, Monday night, like the night that the NFL and okay. sports world stopped? No, I missed that highlight, Brandon. Okay, well. Let me Google it. It was basically a full court <laughs> pass to Laurie Markinen, point four left. Utah shot it. He made it, but he was like a half second off and yes. the Kings win. Okay, the beam. Why are they lighting the beam? What does that mean? What do you mean? I think everybody says that when the Kings win, light the beam. It's probably a royalty thing. I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know. DeMontis Sabonis in the post game says, well, I figured he didn't have enough time to turn, shoot, and make it. And he starts chuckling. But of course he did. And he goes, we're the Kings. So I figured we lost. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's a hell of a shot. It is a hell of a shot. And it was a no-counties, huh? No-counties, That's too bad. Uh, But I didn't want to do this segment on uh, a shot that didn't (laughs) count two nights ago in the NBA that nobody saw, I guess, except me. Haven't the Jazz lost like eight in a row? Aren't they tanking a little bit? They're coming back to being the Jazz? I I want to talk about something going on in a household that needs to be settled on the air. My co-host, I I basically (laughs) am a little jealous. My co-host lives the life that he wants. Everything's about him. 
Yes. <laughs> he gets what he wants. Daddy wants to golf. Daddy's hey, going to golf. Hey, not true. And he said not something true. before we went on break. He said they're going to start a Christmas tradition of putting in a ton of vacation places to go in a hat, and they're just going to draw on what they draw is where they go. Yeah. Right. Well, during one of the breaks, Dirk goes, I'm about to do it. I'm about to do my dream vacation. And I go, what, are you going to go golf for a week? And he goes, ha, 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 ha. He starts laughing, and then he goes, well, golf will be involved. And I yeah, go, of course it will. Course it I mean, will it's be. a vacation. How is yeah. it not? And I go, well, what is it? And he goes, I'm going to Scottsdale. And I said, oh, you drew Scottsdale out of the hat. And he goes, well, we, did, we forgot to do that. And I went, well, what did the wife suggest? And he goes, well, she hasn't made a suggestion. I go, so you're just picking the vacation, huh? <laughs> this is what it turned out to be. And I find this just hilarious. Now, is he going for, isn't this, is the Super Bowl there this year? I'm not going Super Bowl. No, no, no. That's not happening. But I've always wanted to go for a, uh, like five days of spring, tra- not every day, but being down there during spring training, getting sunshine because we're all ready for it in March, and then playing a couple of rounds of golf. Which is great. And renting a place that has a pool. Yes. Therefore, ergo, I've solved all problems because while I golf, she can suntan by the pool. I have I have picked up on the uh, the bit here. And the bit is, I know why Dirt married this woman. She's kind. She's pretty. And she's also willing to let him do whatever he wants. <laughs> and I'm sitting here going, damn. You know what else she does? Must be nice. That I fell in love with. I don't need to know that information. <laughs> when she eats a steak, she cuts the fat off and saves it for last. <laughs> and that was like an immediate yes. I'm in love. Of all the things to fall in love with, <laughs> I mean, come on. She, she, you leave the you leave the best part for she last. She cut the gristle and yes, you just got turned on. By I that? did. What are you living your <laughs> life as a fairy tale or a nursery rhyme? <laughs> Revved my motor, man. Does she cut all your pieces too for you and ready <laughs> yeah. to just grab and go? Be great if she did. I need to. We need to interview her one day. Maybe we'll bring when her on the show. Out, we'll I, just call her. Yes. Hey. Maybe while I'm on the golf course in Scottsdale, she can exactly. call in from the side of the pool. <laughs> give and you a jingle. The funny thing would be if if that happened, you were golfing and she was poolside, and she's like, "I hate it here. I didn't want to be here. He's brought me here against my will. Like, you could have fired off an Amber Alert. I've been kidnapped." Keep a lookout for a chubby white guy who might be golfing right now. He may or may not have kidnapped his wife. What's he go by? Well, his name is Dirt. Yeah. I mean, that yeah. sums it up right yeah. there. See, now here's the thing, though. I feel like this is a good balance. Hear me out on this. First off, I came up with this idea. She was totally on board with this idea when I came up with it. And participate, okay? So first off, that's not my fault. I'm a big fan of having trips planned because I like having things to look forward to. Yes. I do too. And that was my thought of, hey, Christmas, let's book a trip, and it can be in March, it can be in June, it could be the end of the summer, no matter when it is, but it's like, hey, hey, in three months, we're going to fill in the blank, right? But I feel like if I know my wife and I do know my wife, there's two things that are involved in a vacation that she will like. Pool? Pool and sunshine. Like he, and as long as those two things are incorporated, it doesn't matter where you go. It doesn't matter how you get there. As long as there's a pool and there's heat involved, she's going to be okay with the trip. And I thought, hey, this is like the perfect solution because she has the ability to get sun, tan, hang out by a pool. It's warm. And I get to go play golf. So, but like, what if her suggestion would have been Cancun, Mexico? 
There's golf courses there. There are there are golf great golf courses in Cancun, Mexico. But I mean, I I, I they're it's actually pretty affordable to go to Mexico it, too. It is. Yeah. They're, they're kind of the same thing, but they're uh-huh. so drastically different in the same way. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like they are going from Scottsdale to Cancun. <laughs> yeah, sun pool. There's some golf. Not also the same. No, not quite. What and and I think she's of similar. She she doesn't seem like. Is she super, like, let's have a giant itinerary of activities? No, and it, no. no. She wants to just nothing, chill and hang out. Yeah. Nothing. So it's not yeah. like she wants to go back to uh, Central Virginia and to her Civil War site battlefields and that sort of thing. I mean, I'd be all in on that trip, as a but white, she would not. As a white, you <laughs> want to go not. You want to go tour the Civil War? Well, just you his, know your history, historic. brother. Historic. You got to know your history. Yeah, do you know your history? What side was your family on years ago, huh? I actually had a relative that fought in the Civil War. North, South? North. Oh, thank God. Did you? Yeah, I bet you did do that, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, it's a big thing in our family. (laughs) He fought for the good side. And then they named you Andrew Johnson. I love it. Yeah, they did. What the hell's up with that? Well, yeah, that's a great day. It's going to happen. All right. Well, I mean, I hope you get your dream. And the odds are you will. Go to Scottsdale, buddy. The trick is if you plan it wrong and you get to Scottsdale too late and it's 115. Yeah, see, I feel like March is a good March is a good March month. is a good month to go. Airline prices might be high though because of you mentioned like spring training, spring break, spring, spring training. See, now you got to plan it because the last week yeah. of March for Oregonians is spring training, so you yeah. can't go to the last week of March. And the first week of April is I believe Washington spring break. Oh, gotcha. But I wouldn't want to go that week anyways because that's the week of the Masters. Do you know where I'm going probably this year? Where are you going this year, Bob? I'm probably gonna have to do the Disneyland thing. Oh God! There was signs that you Hawaii poor. was possible. And then my wife Bastard. was like, "I really wanted to take the kids to Disneyland." I'm like, "Don't do cool. it. Here I go. Don't do it. Don't cave." Go to Hawaii. Do you know what it's like to be in a household with three women? Go to Hawaii. Guess who's going to lose? Who doesn't like Hawaii? I, I say that every time. It's Hawaii. I'm with you. I don't disagree. Go stand in lines in 95-degree weather instead of sitting on a beach in Hawaii with a coconut a drink. packed theme park for a $20 churro that they don't even want to eat because it's dry. You're throw up from the roller coaster. Oh, great. Uh, all right. Well, hour number two, we'll get to the Trailblazers and uh, something that stood out in the NFL. Next, hour number two. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.